0: hello and welcome to the fingal library show on 92.5 phoenix fm we're also available on anchor.fm and spotify and welcome along this is our last show of the year our absolutely fantastic christmas show and i'm here uh, joined by my colleague again this week ifa welcome along Eva.
1: sandy good to be here for the christmas show especially you know it's my favorite time of year
0: it is indeed how are you getting on
1: um oh good i'm very excited for what we have coming up um i know that you're going to share some of our of the staff's top picks of the year in terms of books and box sets and i have a little surprise quiz for you
0: oh the tables have turned i'm super duper excited have turned.
1: You could say that i was inspired by yours last week so there's some (laughs) similar-ish questions but then i want to get really deep into the matter of christmas and uh, get quizzing you on some of your favorites
0: oh brilliant i can't wait i'm very excited
1: and what about you are you all set
0: yeah i'm all set um i'm yeah i'm just excited this year for some reason more excited even i'm excited every year but this year um i'm even more excited and i can't put my finger on why but anyway i'm just gonna roll with it
1: definitely i think we deserve a bit of excitement and a bit of fun now at the end of this year exactly um, so it's it's always good to have something like this to to bring us all together at least virtually so that we can celebrate the end of what of, of this year um with some of our favorites
0: exactly yeah some um virtual high fives and hugs this year um exactly. yeah I'm sending a I'm sending you a virtual high five now, before we right move, back at you. <laughs> before we move on to our uh, yeah our staff picks from the year, uh, will we start yeah. off with the top um, books? Will we start off with books, Eva? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think yeah.
1: that's a good idea.
0: Perfect, Grant. So um, one of our most popular ones actually this year, this year here in the library. Uh, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens and I, that was a, a pick by our colleague Kira, um, and a pick yeah, by, by Yes, yeah, sorry, you going?
1: That was used by a lot of book clubs uh, this year and I, I believe it's not just in Bengal, I believe across the country um, Where the Crawdads Sing is a very popular book club title um, so it's definitely, I haven't read it yet myself but it's definitely on the to read list and funny enough, going through the top books um, and some of the other topics that we have coming up, I've really, really increased my reading list.
0: <laughs> Very good. That's one for you now to get through at Christmas. As are all of the ones on the list. Uh, our next one then we have uh, "How Much of These Hills of These Hill Is Gold" by C. Pam Zhang. I'm going to move on to the next one yep. then which is the problem with men when is when is international men's day by richard herring so that's a funny and silly exploration of men's issues with sexism representation privilege and rude jokes so none of those rude jokes will be told live on air but you can read all about them yourself in the problem with men when is international men's day by richard herring And that was recommended by uh, one of our our colleagues here in Bletchestown, Mark.
1: Yes. Uh, One of the funny things or one of the great things, sorry, I should say about this book list is that there's such a good mix of fiction and nonfiction, so it doesn't matter what your reading tastes are. Keep an eye on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages because you'll see some of these top books popping up every now and again. Um, Sorry to interrupt you there,
0: Andy. No, you're fine. I keep running all the way through. I will move on to the next one. Um, the Book of the New Sun, Quartet by Gene Wolfe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was our... recommended
1: by a colleague in Malahide who said it was just sublime.
0: Is that another one that's gone on your own list? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as are all 12 of these books going on your list. The next one then When, when is... you're
1: talking to me for next, year's, for next year's wrap-up show, I will hopefully have read these, so I'll be able to give you a full... Full recount of them.
0: I am looking for a full recount come the end of uh, January on all twelve of these.
1: And all twelve. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Okay. Mission. Mission accepted.
0: Okay. Uh, Shuggy Bane by Douglas Stewart is the next book uh, on our recommended list. Do you know who recommended that one?
1: I do indeed. It was your usual co-host Donald.
0: Oh, very good. Donald's yeah. um, Donald's ones are always ones that I put on my own list. Yeah,
1: he's got a very very good taste in books um, and he said that this was an easy choice for him for the top book of 2020 so high praise
0: yeah he hasn't he hasn't steered me in the wrong direction <laughs> just just yet no but don't tell him we'll give him now. another
1: chance after this one no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the next one then on our list is ghosts by dolly alderton clever funny and moving is how it's described do you know who this recommendation was by
1: yeah, that was from Jennifer in Blanchettstown Library. She said it was definitely a highlight um, of her reading list this year. Um, she recommended it to me quite early on, actually. Um, so that's that's fairly high up my list.
0: <laughs> Very good. And the next one comes
1: from, yeah, that comes from Blanchettstown too, Connor. Connor,
0: okay. And that this particular book is Second Sister by Chan Ho Key. The next one then, Salt to the Sea by Ruta Sepetius. that is a tongue twister do you know who recommended this one
1: that was myself this okay. one actually and the next one are the, are the ones that i recommended
0: perfect and you you got through them earlier late in the year
1: uh quite late in the year um i would say salt of the sea that's the one i was talking. one of the ones i was talking about last week i was going to say last year <laughs> that's how time runs now um salt of the sea is one of the ones that i read um in the last couple of weeks and months um and it's one of the historical fiction ones that I was talking to you about last week this is the one based on um four separate young adults trying to escape from Germany um and it's just fantastic uh, it's a young adult book but That's right, i mean yeah. I, I i i would highly recommend it to anyone with any sort of interest in history or not it's a beautiful story really well told
0: Brilliant. Um, I, I still have that one written down in my notebook. The the other one you recommended last week as well from the young adult section. So anyone looking to um to get some other recommended reads as well, listen some into some of our previous shows. Um, the next one then you recommended was "Can I Say No" by Stephanie Preisner. Yeah. Now
1: Stephanie Preisner is probably well known to a lot of people. Um, she's a writer and an actor she's written a couple of plays of her own but she's most recently become I suppose a voice for a reason during the pandemic she's been sharing she's got a podcast called basically where she brings everything down to an understandable level so be that you know uh, working in politics or um, how the vaccine for COVID-19 will work things like that Um, And she's been dispelling a lot of myths on her own social media pages and making sure that she has the correct information about um, stuff like Brexit as well. So she's been really fantastic this year. Um, This book was recommended to me by a friend and it was shocking and it was really thought provoking and absolutely hilarious. Um, So as you can probably tell from the title, Andy, it's about her struggle to stop being a people pleaser So she used to say yes to everything and at her own detriment a lot of the time. So it's talking about how she went from saying yes to everything to saying no to everything to finding somewhat of a balance. But the stories she tells about um, her childhood and her adolescence, you'll recognize some of the stories probably from your own life. um, But then some of them will just have you rolling with laughter.
0: That's very interesting, actually. i must listen listening to her podcast. Is she a, a UK-based? Um, no, she's Jer- Irish. She's Irish, is she? Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, and, uh, so she a,
1: is fantastic. Would highly recommend.
0: Yeah, and that's a very, it's a, it's a very Irishism that really isn't it. We don't really say no to m- many things. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of, <laughs> we kind of squirm, don't we? But uh, yeah, we do, we and that's the thing. She lessons. makes
1: it. It's so relatable because we've all been there. Um, so it's really interesting to see how she coped with it, how she tried to go too far in the other direction, and then how she's struck somewhat of a balance, but is still working on it.
0: Brilliant! That's um, one I might uh, read myself, and maybe even listening to the podcasts. Can I say now by Stephanie Pricer. The next one then is a, oh, this is a tongue twister. How do I how do I navigate this one? Um, <laughs> a paragon. By Colum McCann.
1: Yeah. And I think numbers 10, 11, and twelve. So if I can go through those ones.
0: Yeah. Andy, if f- that's right away, way. yeah.
1: So A paragon by Colin McCann, All the Lies You Never Lived by Anorado Roy and Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. I think at least two of those were recommended by Francis in Blanchardstown as well. Um, who is an avid reader. Um, I mean every time the booker the booker list comes out. I'm fairly sure she has them already read. She has just such a fantastic taste in books and is always really on top of what's new, what's good. So I think that she she won't be steering us wrong.
0: Very good, very good. <laughs> so that's... So let me um, move on
1: to something that's... Sorry, Andy, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, so I was just going to run through the name of the, the last three books there again. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah so uh, a paragon by colin mccann all the lives we never lived by andrew roy and such a fun age by kylie reed so um we move on to uh the box sets and movies and i'm just looking down through the list here um <laughs> some some some, of, some ones i would have put put on the list myself um the first one uh dead still murder mystery set in Victoria Dublin um, it's quirky witty and stylish is how it's described here and that was recommended by
1: that I don't know but I can't wait to watch it um, I love mystery and drama so I'm very very excited to check this one out. I'd never heard of it to be honest till I till I saw the recommendation come there
0: no I haven't heard about myself um, We'll we'll put that on on the on the to check out list um, the next one then is one that I have actually seen, and I'm 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 one that as an avid sports fan yourself, Eva, I'm sure you've tuned into Drive to Survive. Oh, you know it. <laughs> F1, but not just for fanatics. And I, to be honest, I wouldn't be an F1 fanatic myself. But this was a really really good watch. I really enjoyed it. There's um two seasons of it, and it basically just follows all of the um, ins and outs, uh, ins and outs of the uh, Formula One, uh, the different teams and the different conflicts and teams and um how things weren't going right with the cars and drivers and the highs and lows obviously with motorsport then um obviously yeah. only a couple of weeks ago there i think wasn't there a, a, one of the drivers pulled out of a car on fire and different accidents and stuff like that yes so, um Absolutely. so it's yeah definitely definitely one to watch there, i think there are only 30 or 40 minute episodes but it's a it's a really good one i'm not sure who actually yeah. um who actually recommended that one
1: no i'm not sure i don't have any of the names for the recommendations here um okay but that was another one that struck my interest now i'm not as i i know it might come as a surprise to you but i'm not really a huge formula one fan um though i am aware of i suppose the the basics of it um but I'm really interested to see because it, it would be cool to see the behind-the-scenes parts
0: definitely yeah um, yeah I actually I was at a Formula 1 before but, um, when I lived in Abu Dhabi but that's for uh, another wow. day yeah definitely the next uh, next one on our list then is one that I have never watched um, what? no, no. there's oh, a lot wow. of stuff that I've never watched that you would uh, gasp at and say Andy you haven't lived I've never watched friends either that's not on our list but the next one is fraser
1: yeah fraser is brilliant fraser is one of those classic tv shows that you can just go back to it's quite like cheers actually um and i think they're related in some way um but yeah fraser's fantastic fraser crane and his brother niles um very funny kelsey Grammer is is the person who plays fraser um just something that you can sit and watch for hours and you'll always get a laugh out
0: of it. That went on for a good few seasons, didn't it?
1: I think so, yeah. I couldn't tell you now offhand how many, but it was it was very, very popular. And it's like, just I know you've mentioned Friends, but you haven't seen it. It's like Friends where the reruns are on quite frequently.
0: Okay. Now, the next one. The next one is one that we spoke about. Um, I spoke about anyway, I think, on the last couple of shows. So we won't go too in-depth into it. And I saw during the week where uh, our colleague here in the library had recommended it aurora as well uh, the long way yep. up um i presume that it was herself that probably recommended that was it yes i think so it was yeah Um, so that basically follows ewan mcgregor and his friend charlie borman i um, on an adventure basically from the very tip of south america all the way up through uh south america into los angeles uh, and they're doing it basically on e-bikes so electric bikes electric harley davidson bikes um, and wow. that i would imagine is coming out as a book as well their previous um the previous set of documentaries came out in, on, in books as well after they had yeah. come out uh, on the tv so that's definitely one to one to watch um and a very good gracious. recommendation there yeah i really enjoyed them and i really enjoyed the books as well um yeah. so definitely and definitely worth think... watch
1: Can I ask you a question about it, actually? Yeah. Do you think that The Long Way Up is as good as The Long Way Down and The Long Way Round, the other ones that they did?
0: Um, I'm going to say no, because I think maybe it's just a production of these ones. It seems to concentrate a little bit more on the actual difficulties that they're having with the electrical elements of their bikes, as in they can't travel X distance in a day, the two hundred or 170 miles i think is the limit on their bike where i thought the previous ones focused a little bit more on the culture of them going through africa and stuff like that and stopping off and meeting these really kind people who had had next to nothing um and gave them you know food on a plate when they stopped on their diesel bikes or the petrol bikes Um, But this one i think isn't as well made and it focuses a little bit more on the actual bikes and not the cultures and the people that they're meeting which is what you yeah. really in essence travel for isn't it
1: yeah definitely that's interesting now but I'll, I'll still check it out because i'm a fan of the two of them now i think they're very funny together um and i loved like i said i loved the long way down and the long way Round. yeah so i'll check it out anyway
0: definitely check it out Um, the next one down on our list is um Shit's creek
1: Yes, uh, that was one of my recommendations.
0: Ah, very good. I did enjoy that. It was um, five seasons of it, I think. Um, yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed that during the during, uh, lockdown, actually.
1: Yeah, I think and it's important, actually. I'd like to say that if anyone is thinking of trying it out, um, stick with it because it's hard to get into in the beginning. And I know a lot of people have said it, that the first two or three episodes, you just... You don't like any of the characters because they're terrible people, and that's the way they're meant to be framed. But stick with it, and you will find one of the best shows I think I've ever seen. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> they're they're very unlikable characters, indeed. I'm just laughing even thinking about them. Um, I know. Definitely, it's basically
1: if no one, if you haven't heard about it before, it's about the Rose family. And they used to own a huge, huge business, but then the partner basically swindled them out of their money. So it's um, father and mother, Johnny and Moira Rose, and their grown-up children, Alexis and David. Um, And Johnny Rose is played by uh, Eugene Levy, who will be known to many from various comedy films throughout the years. And then Catherine O'Hara is Moira Rose, who, fun fact, plays Kevin's mother in the Home Alone movies.
0: Yeah, if... Yeah, she. I think she's very much underappreciated. She played played um the mother in uh, Beetlejuice as well. I think, was not it? And she played. Oh, that the... I didn't know. Nick. Yeah, I think she played a role in that film as well, but uh, very underappreciated a- uh, actress. Um,
1: yeah, oh, she's brilliant. Her comedic timing and uh, the accent that she has as Moira Rose is just fantastic. So worth watching for her alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, she did become my favorite character in it. Um, (laughs) just with the accent and stuff like that and the way she says some of the words like baby it's just like baby yes (laughs) yeah um, yeah definitely tune into it if you need a laugh over the Christmas and they're very watchable episodes as well they're only 20 and 30 minutes long so if you're in any way like me and you're looking at the ceiling after 30 minutes um, because it's not holding your interest or something's not holding your interest definitely give uh, shit's creek a watch Um, yeah extremely funny and very easy very very easy to watch and is the next one a recommendation by yourself line of judy
1: it's not i have not seen this yet but it's been recommended to me several times so i think i'm just gonna have to give it a go
0: yeah again i i it's a uh, bbc production as far as i remember um i recently watched the bodyguard which is very very good and i think it's in kind of similar enough um production uh of this uh, line of duty um yeah maybe something i'll have to watch myself uh, any any idea who recommended this one
1: no again no. i don't have the i don't think i have the names for the rest of the recommendations except for number eight i recommended that <laughs> um but i yeah i don't know it's been it's often recommended by borrowers as well
0: yeah it's a very it's a very popular one actually um
1: yeah. and those dvds are available to borrow from library, from, from your library. library. So you can you can pop in or contact your local library if they're doing Contact and Collect and see if you can get a copy it.
0: That's brilliant. And um, the next one then, The Undoing, American Mystery, and it, it's a psychological thriller. Uh, I haven't actually seen this one myself and I'm not sure, have you seen it?
1: No, no, not, well, I don't know if I'm a psychological thriller kind of person, but maybe I am, so maybe that'll go on the list. But again, it was, as far as I can recall, this was another recommendation from um, a colleague in Malahide, and um, I think it's a mini series.
0: Yeah, I, I have I have seen it advertised. All right, um, definitely definitely one I'd put on the list. I'm watching another psychological kind of trailer at the moment as well. So, oh. um yeah, maybe it'll be mentioned further down the line again. I think it's relatively new anyway, um, yeah. as far as I know. Um, and the next one, I'm going to say the next one was recommended by yourself or Donald, Sherlock.
1: <laughs> that was me, yeah.
0: Did you already say that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, as, as I said, I don't, I don't want to go into too much detail on it because I did on last week's show, but Sherlock is easily the most sophisticated, clever, and beautifully produced television programme that I've ever watched. Now, they are, it's a dedication because you have to sit there for an hour and a half per episode. Um, so it's not one of those light ones that you'll just sit down, turn on, and let run in the background. Um, but I think it's worth it. It's worth sticking with it. Um, Low light is probably the second episode in the first season. It's just a bit of a non-event. But the rest of it is perfect. Absolutely perfect.
0: I must, um, I must sit down and re-watch the Sherlock films, actually. Um, They're
1: very uh, good, yeah, yeah. That's Robert
0: yeah. Downey Jr. and Jude Law. That's right, yeah, yeah. Definitely over the Christmas if I have uh, a couple of hours to kill, I will uh, <laughs> stick them on. Good. The next one then, uh, "Tokyo Fiance" by Amelia Northam. Um So this is a romance between a twenty-one-year-old Belgian woman. And a Japanese man to who she is teaching French.
1: Yeah, so this actually as I think this was recommended as a book, but it is also a movie. Okay. So if you're interested in trying out both sides, there's plenty of these um movies and T V shows that have been turned into books or come from books. Um uh, so I would if you if you fancy doing a reading and then a watching then i think this one could be a good start
0: and I, it, that's probably that's probably relatively new is it
1: yeah as far as uh, the movie definitely is i'm not so sure about the book
0: okay that's one to put on the to-do list as well uh, the next tree now will have your side splitting uh, i think we'll both agree on this uh, and they came yeah. up last week and we've all men already mentioned one of the main characters in the first one and this is a great christmas watch for for everybody uh for all the family home alone
1: Yeah, home alone 1 and 2 i think we should have a 10 and a 10 and a half there on the list um they're very very good i would just rewatched them recently
0: i uh, i haven't seen them now since last christmas but um, they're ones you definitely put on during the day or you just come across them on the tv anyway during the day they're sometimes the best it's the best really isn't it because it's nearly like a surprise after you get all your oh, surprises on christmas day um home alone <laughs> what a what a film that's brilliant so that's
1: excellent and i think that's i think actually this movie and the other two can i go ahead to mention the other two you far away? um elf fantastic and my favorite christmas movie of all time Muppet's christmas carol they're so brilliant for adults and for children. My nephew is um is a huge fan of Home Alone and so am I, <laughs> as it turns out. But uh yeah, Home Alone, Elf and Muppets Christmas Carol would be my top three, probably in reverse order actually. Um, would be my top three Christmas movies. And there is a little part of me that would probably watch them outside of Christmas too. Certainly Muppets Christmas Carol, I think that's perfect for all year round. <laughs>
0: yeah i haven't seen i haven't seen that now in a few years but um it's a they're always great productions though the muppets um shows and stuff like that just even just the way the the characters move around they're just they they just make you giggle i don't know what it is about them but they're they're brilliant i really enjoy them uh down on so maybe i'll uh, i'll root that out this year and or i'll even check the rte guide and see if they're on
1: Yes, that's a, that's a staple in my household, RT, you guys. You circle what you want to watch and make sure that it doesn't clash with anyone else.
0: You could, <laughs> al- you could always just, um yeah, you could shoehorn them out of the sea at yeah.
1: Christmas. <laughs> I'll give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: brilliant. So, so that wraps up pretty much our uh, box sets and movies. Um, yeah. And our books, yeah, are definitely uh, for for the year Um, yeah brilliant so uh, again this time next year we'll be talking about 2021 and i'm sure it'll be another uh, another good year to look forward to um for for books movies and documentaries and all things artistic and tv and fantastic yeah
1: absolutely but actually while you're talking about highlights is it okay for me to mention some of the highlights that we've had this year
0: of course, yeah. You fire away. So, thank you.
1: Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, we've had quite a changing service this year, and I'm going to keep it quick because I know that we're running the one time. Um, I know that we've had a very changeable service this year due to the pandemic. Um, you know, we've gone from off- offering a full service to closing down completely and offering our online services to contact and collect to quick browse back to contact and collect and you know, full closure with online services. So there's been a lot of change, but it's been really lovely to still see the love that people have for libraries and the need that people still have for libraries. And we've really enjoyed expanding our services to make sure that everyone could still use the library while we were closed. So if it's okay with you, Andy, I've made a list of the top five kind of highlights, service highlights that we've had this year.
0: Brilliant, fire away.
1: So uh, number five, um, our contact and collect service. Um, So we changed, once we came back from the lockdown in summer, we changed very quickly from being closed totally to having a contact and collect service where people could come, it would call or email the local library and would ask for certain books or certain DVDs or games. We would pack it up in a little bag and leave it out Leave it out for them so that they could come and collect it and whoever's at the door then would hand it out so it was a lovely little way of us still getting to see all of our wonderful borrowers and also to making sure people could get the materials they wanted and it was great seeing people come back to the library and tell us how much they'd missed us and as well saying that they'd already read through all of their books so they were so grateful to be able to come in and pick more um okay. number four then i have the Fingal library's blog um so while all of our social media has allowed us an outlet for interacting um, with, with the community, the blog has seen really, really brilliant entries, um, particularly of late. You know, we've got reviews on books and TV shows, just like we're after doing here. Um, we've got um, really brilliant talks about music. And we've got loads of other bits and pieces like local history, different um, vocabulary that was used in Fingal years and years ago. Um, So, and it talks about actually some of our online events and things like that, too, like our Dungeons and Dragons. I know you had Mark on recently on the show. Um, So it's a really great place to see what's coming up, what's been happening. And I think it's kind of a second best to actually getting in and chatting to us in the library. Um, Number three, then I have social media. So while our in-branch services change frequently, as I mentioned already, our output in social media has allowed us to maintain a sense of normality and to reach out to everyone and to allow everyone to be in contact with us. So the best part about this has been our new ventures, such as the podcasts that yourself and Donal and that Mairead, Maeve and Nadine have been doing and Barry as well, um, and as well, our new YouTube channel. So that contains every video that we have created this year. So the storytelling, there's classes, courses, workshops, events, anything you could think of. And I think that that would be a really nice place to check out over Christmas. If you're running low on things to do, there's lovely craft bits, lovely um, mindfulness and anxiety workshops um, for our Healthy Ireland uh, initiative. Um, We've got some lovely music performances. So definitely a place to go if you're running low on activities. Um, Number two then, I have to give give a shout out to our mobile library service because, wow. They've just been absolutely fantastic throughout this year. Um, while we had our libraries closed, while we were working from home, the mobile library service continued. They just played an absolute blinder this year. They continued expanding their service. So while they couldn't go to schools um, and to creches and things like that, they couldn't make their usual community visits. They expanded their service to cocooners so that people who were um, cocooning, people who